New Smyrna Beach's 17 miles of white sand beach draws surfers, visitors, and snowbirds like a magnet, even though, according to almost all surveys, New Smyrna Beach is the most dangerous beach for shark attacks and surfing accidents. Does that mean you should avoid New Smyrna's beaches? Welcome to Snowbirds and RV Travelers Travel Thursdays, where we share the best destinations, travel tips, trends, news, and reviews that make this the absolute best time to be an RVer. Enjoy the show. Please share it with your friends and take a moment now to like, follow, and subscribe. You can catch up on previous episodes at rvpodcasts.com. This episode was written by Kathleen Walls and presented by Perry Mack. Here's an exclusive offer for Snowbirds and RV Travelers listeners. Golden Village Palms RV Resort is a welcoming retreat for an active lifestyle. From dining to recreation to shopping, everyone enjoys this pet-friendly RV resort. If you call 1-888-RV-STAYS, that's 1-888-787-8297 and use promo code SNOWBIRDS, you can have a discounted monthly rate of just $749 for stays through April 2024. Spend your days on the pickleball courts, relax by the pools, work out in the fitness center, or enjoy one of the many daily resort activities in sunny California. Let's look at some facts. There are over 400,000 visitors to New Smyrna's beaches annually. Plus, it's one of Florida's most popular surfing places. According to the International Wildlife Museum, your chance of dying from a shark attack is 1 in 3,748,067, making the odds more likely of being killed by lightning or fireworks. Still, use common sense when swimming at any ocean beach. Avoid murky waters, don't wear shiny jewelry, don't swim at night, and avoid ocean inlets like the Ponce de Leon Inlet. If you're still concerned, enjoy water fun differently. Take a kayak trip into the Indian River and Mosquito Lagoons with Viking Eco Tours. You'll meet them at the Apollo Beach Visitor Center in Canaveral National Seashore. They have kayaks propelled with foot pedals instead of paddles. Kayak by Turtle Mound, a shell midden, an aboriginal burial mound believed to date between 800 and 1400 CE. Expect to see pelicans, terns, herons, egrets, ospreys, and perhaps a dolphin, but no sharks. While you're at the Canaveral National Seashore, visit the Eldora State House. It's all that remains of what was once an agricultural community and steamboat stop. If you're lucky, you may spot a Florida scrub jay. Central Florida is the only place in the world these birds exist. New Smyrna is a small city, but don't sell it short. The many attractions and interesting history bring visitors to explore New Smyrna Beach. Its history dates back to 1766. Linda Cole, a docent at New Smyrna Museum of History, tells some of the recently discovered papers dating to the early development of New Smyrna Beach. The museum got a call from Dundee, Scotland, asking if they were the Smyrna, referred to in letters between Andrew Turnbull and his partners. Besides a section dedicated to this new information, the museum tells the history of New Smyrna Beach. Andrew Turnbull founded it as an indigo plantation in 1767 and engaged 1,400 colonists as indentured servants, mainly from Menorca, 
to work the plantation on a tract of land granted to him by King George. Many settlers died on the ship before they reached Florida, and when the rest arrived in 1768, there were few of the promised accommodations, and conditions were so brutal that many died in the first few years. The remaining colonists fled to St. Augustine in 1777. The oldest European evidence is at Old Fort Park, where there are remnants of a 40 by 80 foot coquina wall next to the intercoastal waterway. It's believed the ruins are all that remains of Sir William Duncan's home. He was a partner of Turnbull in the Indigo Plantation. In later years, people built atop these ruins. A plaque there tells of the Sheldon House, a 40-room hotel built in 1854 by John D. Sheldon. Union ships destroyed that building during the Civil War. Sheldon rebuilt again, but that hotel was demolished in 1896. Today, the ruins are a free park. The Sugar Mill ruins remain on what was the Kruger and DePaster Plantation, dating back to 1830. Native Americans destroyed it in 1835 during the Second Seminole War. A plaque tells how the cane was processed. The coquina walls still stand. Inside the walls, several large kettles show how the workers boiled sugarcane juice to create raw sugar. It was done by slave labor, and it was a dangerous process. In spite of similar names, the Sugar Mill Ruins and the Sugar Mill Gardens are about 12 miles apart. Actually, the gardens are in Port Orange, adjoining New Smyrna on the south. The gardens are also called Dunlawton Sugar Mill Gardens. The plantation was burned down twice in both the Second and Third Seminole Wars. In the 1940s and 50s, it was an amusement park called Bongo Land and you can still see remnants of the old cement dinosaurs there today. The most striking plants are the giant oaks, some several hundred years old. In the cultivated gardens, there are azaleas, camellias, ivies, magnolias, native plants, ferns, tropical palms, succulents, an Asian garden, and a children's garden. Both the ruins and the gardens are free to visit. The world-famous Ponce Inlet Lighthouse was built in 1887 and declared a National Historic Landmark in 1998. Today, you can climb to the top of the 175-foot tower that is the tallest in Florida and the seventh tallest in the U.S. It was so large it took three keepers to maintain it. All three of the keepers' homes and other original buildings are still open to showcase the history of the lighthouse. Check out the interesting exhibit on the lenses. The Woodshed Theatre has a 20-minute film on the history of the lighthouse. When it comes to events, there is always something to do. Art lovers will be delighted here. The Hubon Canal, in the heart of the historic district, acts as an incubator for more than 70 artists. Signature events include the Razzle Dazzle Fashion Show, Chalk It Up Sidewalk Chalk Art Competition, and Friday Night Fever, a Fair of the Heart Gala. For more hands-on experiences, channel your creativity with classes on ukulele, conversational Spanish, jewelry making, painting, sketching, working with clay, and so much more. The annual Plein Air Paintout in October has artists painting at outdoor locations throughout the city.
Visitors are invited to interact with the artists as they work. At the end of each day, the artists hang their works in a gallery at the Marine Discovery Center, which focuses on preserving ecology. The Flamingo Follies Holiday Art Show takes place in November on Flagler Avenue. They expect about 120 artisans and crafters from around the state to show and sell their wares. Now switching from a color palette to a taste palette, on the Flagler Avenue Wine Walk, visitors can stroll from venue to venue on the fourth Saturday of each month. RVers have lots of choices in the new Smyrna Beach area. Now here are two options. Sugar Mill Ruins Travel Park, next to the old Sugar Mill Ruin, is the closest to the city. It has full hookup sites for any size RV and a swimming pool, convenience store, mail service, canoeing, and internet access. Another great option is Daytona Beach Sun RV Resorts, with a large clubhouse and 235 full hookup sites, large enough for any size RV. They allow campfires, there's a pool and a waiting pool, shuffleboard and petanque bocce courts, a community game room with bingo, line dancing, happy hours, and karaoke. There are a plethora of dining choices. Some favorites are the Corkscrew Barn Grill, City Market, Yellow Dog Eats, and the Cafe Del Sol. Corkscrew offers southern-style food and a full bar. City Market is great for seafood, burgers, or steak. Yellow Dog Eats is more bar-style food with lots of choices, plus an excellent beer and wine selection. They have a vegetarian menu as well. But for vegetarian or vegan, try Cafe Del Sol. There's more to new Smyrna Beach than beaches. It's best to plan ahead to ensure an RV reservation and to make the most of your time in this active Florida coastal community. For more info, visit www.visitnsbfl.com.